There has never been a better time than now to come join the Belicio Foods team. Belicio has a new contract in place with plenty of awesome perks for their employees. From increased wages, access to the free health clinic, vacation after six months, and much more, Belicio Foods is committed to putting their employees first. For more information or to apply, visit BelicioFoods.com careers. Take advantage of these great new employee benefits and join the Belicio team today. Visit BelicioFoods.com careers to learn more. Never have our community heroes been more worthy of recognition than today, and Wendy's is here to show thanks for all they do with a free breakfast for a year giveaway. Starting Monday, November 15th through December 9th, we want you to nominate the individuals you feel have gone above and beyond. Just go to yourtotalmedia.com slash communityheroes and give us a line or two about why someone you know deserves free Wendy's breakfast for a year as part of Wendy's Thank You Thursdays campaign throughout this holiday season. That's right, our community heroes have the opportunity to win free breakfast for a year from Wendy's, which includes a delicious breakfast combo. We'll select a community hero every week on Thursday, and you'll hear their inspiring stories on the air. You can nominate anyone who's made an impact in our community. Wendy's wants to reward our dedicated and hardworking individuals because these heroes have kept our communities together and running. Make your nomination today at yourtotalmedia.com slash communityheroes, and Wendy's will be providing free breakfast for a year to those deserving individuals. Well, happy Friday, everyone, and welcome to another edition of The Morning Show right here on Main Street TV. And, of course, Jennifer here to start off the morning with her good friend, Phil Buffington, with the morning news update, which is, of course, brought to you by our good friend, Nia Henry, agent for Appalachia Realty. And if you're looking to buy or sell, give Nia a call, 740-418-4135, and she'll work hard for you. All right, Phil. Well, we're fresh off of our company Christmas party last night. Yeah. So fun. It was. It was a good time. And, you know, it was really cool because it got to uh, double as also the 75th anniversary of the Stockmeister companies being in <clears throat> being in business. Yeah. That was, a, that was pretty cool. It was fun to see everyone out. Yeah. So then we got to laughing a little bit because we um, – we, some of my friends that I graduated high school with, we were all there and we we're like, wow, we get less people at a class reunion than we, <laughs> than we get at the Christmas party. So I want to thank Alan and, and, and the whole staff for uh, throwing the party so that we could have a class reunion as well. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so that worked out. But uh, no, it was very, very nice and um, down at Park's Edge. And if you haven't been in that facility, it's pretty cool. It is. It's a really nice space. Very good venue. So, but we didn't, I'm sure you don't want to hear about us partying last night. So <laughs> you probably want to hear about some local news and you're kind of a, we had Ben here yesterday, so we kicked you out and yep. uh, you agreed to come back on Friday. Yep. Yep. <laughs> no offense. We love you too. That's fine. But if I, you get Ben Davis playing in a studio for an hour, you're going to take it. Oh yeah. Yeah. I figured people would want to hear that more than me. So <laughs> I, for Aww. I gave up my time. <laughs> I feel bad about that. <laughs> <laughs> I know my limitations. We love you, though. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So, no, there's lots and lots of stuff in the news. And yeah. um, Pete's still out, so you've been yep. working double time. Yep. Trying to keep up with all of the stuff. So what is going on? I know that there was a, what, a Wellston Council meeting last night, some other things. Yeah. Um, the Wellston Council meeting, um, they had 
a couple of individuals come in to talk about the uh, mobile home ordinance that Wilson City is trying to pass right now. I talked about that the last time I uh, was on here. Um, in a nutshell, in, in about 2002, the city passed an ordinance that it involved an agreement with um, one individual who was there last night. His name's Rodney Winters. He's a former business owner in Wellston. He's um, always owned numerous properties in the city. Um, he actually worked with the administration at some point, helped to get helped to get their income tax set up. I mean, so okay. he's he's a, a longstanding citizen of Wellston. Um, that agreement back in 2002 involved Mr. Winters and I think three other individuals who were property owners in the city. Um, and that agreement was meant to grandfather in a number of lots that those gentlemen owned, um, basically said that you could build a mobile home on any lot that already had a mobile home on it. Um, and that was the agreement for numerous administrations, the Stabler administration, uh, the Hayburn and the Pelletier administration. Um, and then he said last night that under the current administration, and I mean, Charlie and, and Anthony both said this during the, the, the last meeting last month, that they were going off of the codified ordinances that were on the city's website and we're telling people that they were not able to um, build new mobile homes in the city or place new mobile homes in the city. And that was according to what the law had said on the website. But unbeknownst to them, they now know this, um, a certain section, that agreement that Mr. Winter was, was talking about had actually not been copied to the codified ordinances on the website. So in, in all this time, oh. people were technically able to do it. And um, there were just some stipulations, I think, that the – the replacement home had to be no more than five years old and um, had to be the same size as the one that was there prior, you know, things like that. So this new ordinance, this new ordinance that, that Wilson uh, has had a uh, first reading on, and they were set to have a second reading on last night, um, aims to restrict the placement of mobile homes in the city unless it's in a designated mobile home park or unless it is at least 22 by 22 in dimension and has a permanent fixed foundation. Um, so basically okay. no single wide trailers is what this would aim to do if it was passed. I got you. So after Mr. Winter spoke and he said at one point he had 54 lots that he owned, um, that got dwindled down to about 24. And then he said in about 2014, he sold those remaining mm -hmm. lots to his daughter and son-in-law, Tammy and Jason Smith. Uh, they had since sold some of those. I think they have about 16 lots remaining. And he and Jason were both there last night to basically say, this is our livelihood. Um, it would, he, he referred to this as his business that, you know, this rental property business that he has, yeah. and it would be taking that away from them. Um, should the city decide to go ahead and pass the ordinance as it is now, as it's proposed. Ultimately though, the city um, <clears throat> opted to set this aside. Um, they, I believe they had a second reading technically, but they've decided to send this to committee. Um, let me see which committee, the, the public service committee. And they've set a meeting for December 9th at 5 PM at the city building that's open to the public. So anyone that would want to go discuss this matter, they're not going to go forward with the uh, legislation. As I understand it, they're going to let the committee figure this out and then they'll either pursue the ordinance as it is. They'll alter it, come up with a completely new one. I'm not sure, but the overall message that uh, Mr. Hudson, the mayor last night said, he, he recommended that the city 
if they decide to change the ordinance as it is now, as it's proposed, that he would prefer if mobile homes are allowed to be in the city, that they just be new with that five-year-old rule just going by the wayside and that they um, not be single-wide trailers. So we'll see what happens with that. Like I said, it's going to go to the committee discussion next week. And then um, at the next council meeting in uh, a couple weeks from now, we'll see what what comes of this. But um, the city is more than willing to, you know, work with everyone. Um, Charlie and Anthony pointed out last night that it was their understanding, according to the ordinance, as they thought it was written in 2002, that it was the city's wish to, over time, phase out the single-wide trailers. So they just basically want everyone to be in unison with this and everyone be on the same page. So... That'll be uh, further discussed next week and in future weeks. How did this even come to be an issue as it was kind of like not, I mean, nothing's really changed other than the administration. So how did this become, even come forth? Well, what really brought it up in the first place back in 2002 was someone had wished to build um, or place a mobile home on Oak Ridge. And I think that that got the conversation started, okay. you know, as to where should we maybe restrict where you can place these? Because, of course, Oak Ridge, you know, there's some nicer homes up there. And um, yeah. I think that's what got the conversation started to begin with. Now, as far as having the ordinances placed online, that was something that uh, this new administration with Charlie and, and uh, his administration had decided they wanted to catalog all of the city's codified ordinances and place them online for easy access um, and that was something that Grant Plummer had helped them with. Okay. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, some of the things just didn't make it through. Um, so there was a little bit of misunderstanding. And, you know, you're talking about decades and decades and decades right. worth of legislation that it's kind of hard to keep everything in order. But for the most part, they've gotten everything right to the way it needs to be. You know, it's funny. You it, you know, you see online occasionally like these crazy laws that someone digs up from like, yeah. you know, in some municipality, like, you know, you can't have <laughs> pigs on the street after seven o'clock on a Friday or something. Yeah. And it's just like, I mean, there's so many laws on so many books in yeah. different places that I don't know how anybody ever keeps it straight. Yeah. Yep. I and know. things fall through the cracks and whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, it would have to be hard to finally visit some of this stuff. Yeah, and I mean, it, yeah, they've had the same situation come up in the past and just the past few months even with the livestock situation that they had. Yeah, out at the... Um, slaughterhouse. Yeah. Um, with the electric fence situation. I mean... Because everything's have to, clear as mud. Yeah, well, everything, everybody <laughs> has to keep in mind, too, that a lot of these ordinances that were passed, like you said, they were passed back in you know the late 1800s when Wellston first became... Correct. Uh, ...corporated, so... Um, yeah, it's just trying to keep everything modern, trying to make the majority of the people happy in the city. Um, and a lot of the reason why this got brought up too, not necessarily the properties owned by Mr. Winters or Mr. Smith, but some of the other properties that have mobile homes on them in the city are in the process of being condemned and torn down. So, and another stipulation that Mayor Hudson suggested that this, that, that council take into consideration with this is that should they allow the placement of mobile homes in the city, he would rather see them be owner-occupied rather than rental properties because then it's easier to take the task to the person responsible for the blighted uh, structure, you know, if, if that situation were to arise. 
Gotcha. Because if it's a renter, then you have to, you know, notify the renter. Then you have to notify the owner who sometimes doesn't even live in the city. <clears throat> and then you have to assess the taxes and hope that someone pays it. More often than not, they don't. And then the city ends up having to foot the bill for that. So, I mean, it's just a matter of. Yeah, that's a long process. It too. really is. And there are a number of mobile homes in the city that have become blighted in an eyesore. And the city, um, as I've talked about in the past, has really come on board with their code enforcement uh, for the first time that I can ever remember. And they have the means to do so. So they're trying to clean everything up, make everything look as, as nice as it can. And that benefits everyone. Um, so yeah, they'll, they'll, um, they'll take this to committee next week. Okay. And I assume that Mr. Winters and Smith will probably, you know, attend that meeting also to, to add in their concerns. Well, I guess the last thing that anybody wants to do is take someone's livelihood away. Like, right. And no one wants to take anyone's home away either. It's correct. just a matter of... And I'm, it, but it's like we, we all want to get on the same page and do yeah. it properly. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Makes sense. But I could see where that got kind of... That would get as heated as the electric fence <laughs> debacle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everybody was cordial last night and everyone Good. presented their case, you know, pretty well. Um, but... Yeah, the city, I think, did the right thing, took this to committee. Um, that Though the legislation is still technically out there, it doesn't mean they have to act on it. It doesn't mean that um, it's going to get passed the way it is. So I'm sure that they'll listen to all sides of the argument before they make any certain decision. Okay, sounds good. Go through the proper channels. That's all we can do. That's right. Um, I'll go ahead and mention something else about Wellston. This was just announced uh, yesterday afternoon through the Jackson County Municipal Court. For the longest time here recently, there hasn't been Wellston Municipal Court. Mm -hmm. um, so they have announced that the Wellston Municipal Court Division of the Jackson County Municipal Court will be open Friday, December 17, from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. And that's on the second floor of the city building, which is where they have their uh, council meetings at 2 or 3 East Broadway Street in Wellston. And this is assigned for hearings pursuant to notices, as well as anyone who wants to do walk-in business for um, outstanding warrant issues, operator's license or vehicle registration blocks, overdue fines, failures to appear, and things like that. And they've also made it very clear that there will not be any arrests made that day. So if you want to come in, take care of your warrants, anything like that, you don't have to worry about being arrested on that date. It's not It's not an ambush. Right, yeah. They're not setting you up. They're not looking to arrest, you know, Well, I think that's that a thing where people are terrified. Like, they yeah. know that they need to come in, but they're terrified to come in because yeah. Yeah. they're afraid that <laughs> they won't come out. Yeah. So they, they, did, they did in all... Cap say there will be no arrests made that day. Okay. Uh, the judge will be there, the court administrator, clerk, probation officer, drug court representative, social service officer, and mm -hmm. bailiff. They'll all be present that day to help you get take help you get taken care of. So that again is December seventeen. That's a Friday from ten a.m. to one p.m. at the Wellston City Building on the second floor. That's a good idea, and you know, like sometimes you just need a little shove to. Go take care of your, yeah. you know, your stuff, and um, it's better is, to do it that way than the alternative. Correct. Yeah, because then you will be arrested. Because it will be bad. So yes. yeah, use this as a great opportunity to get your stuff taken care of. And then um, also in Wellston, they have the American Legion Post three seventy one right now is taking phone orders for their Christmas food boxes. Um, in the past, they've given upwards of 250, oh 300 gosh. food boxes out. So They do amazing yeah, work up there. They really do. And yeah. they usually include like a turkey and, you know, mashed potatoes and all the fixings like that. So um, they are taking their phone orders now. The number is 740-384-5673. 
And those calls are fielded between the hours of 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. It says that 250 boxes are giving are being given away this year, and they encourage people to hurry and register uh, before those run out. And no calls will be taken after 4 p.m. So, who uh, is eligible for that? I think uh, anyone is, is, is eligible. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there aren't any restrictions. That's so, awesome. Yep. Um, I got a lot of news from Wellston today. Before I go on with That's any good. more news, we do have um, a lot of Christmas events coming up. This weekend on Saturday, tons, tons, and and basically every uh, municipality that we cover. So we have Christmas activities set up in MacArthur, Jackson, Wellston, and Oak Hill. Yep. Um, and Wellston's will be the Christmas treats on Wellston streets. I'm not sure how many years consecutive this has gone. Now you're the only person ever in the history of um, <laughs> this TV show that's ever said that, right? <laughs> And on the first try, like, even Charlie Hudson couldn't spit it out the other day. We're all like, what is it again? I'm phonetically gifted. (laughs) You go. (laughs) He's our guy. Uh, So (laughs) that is an event that lasts basically all day long. I think it It really kicks off at 10 a.m. A lot of the businesses in the downtown district will be participating. There will be carolers on the the, the various corners of the downtown district. at some point, there's going to be a tree lighting ceremony at the, at the city building, I believe, at 6 o'clock. Um, so there's also going to be the Lions Club annual Christmas parade that starts at 1 o'clock. Um, so that's all that's going See, on. Be there. Tons of stuff in Wellston that day. In Jackson, same thing. They yep. will have uh, the parade that kicks off in the evening. There will be a fireworks display. Um, in Oak Hill, they will have a parade also. They will have a tree lighting ceremony at Central Memorial Park after the parade. Uh, there will be, I believe, the live reindeer returning again this they year. They are. Um, so, yeah, lots of Christmas activities all on that first Saturday in December, as has been the custom as of late. Um, so The good news is they've kind of staggered all these events. So if you want to, to attend, yeah. you know, several different municipalities, you totally can. Yep. Because I know, like, you know, Jackson's events are geared more toward the night, mm-hmm. and I know Wellston's more toward the day. Oak Hill's kind of in between. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you have the opportunity to to hit a whole bunch of stuff. Yep, and we will have someone there to cover each of those, and we'll have, I imagine, some coverage in the uh, next Wednesday's edition from all those Christmas events, including... The cookie walk that took place last night for the Jackson Downtown Association, uh, the Christmas cheer from yesteryear at Mayhew Brown, Mayhew Brown Funeral Home that took place last night. Yep. They had a Christmas tree lighting in uh, Colton on Wednesday night for Lena's tree lighting, which is in memory of the late Lena Humphreys. Mm-hmm. Um, so all that will be coming up in future editions of the Telegram also. Um, and, some, and some news from Vinton County, uh, our own Red Thompson Jr. has broke a story that was in uh, – this Wednesday's edition of the Telegram on the front page, that the um, Convention and Visitors Bureau in Benton County has submitted an offer to buy the Hotel MacArthur site, and they've expressed their intention to hopefully first purchase it, then obtain some grants to do a refurbishing project to um, what they've dubbed a heritage tourism project. Um, So this site was built in 1839, And they have officially made their offer to purchase the property from owner Catherine Madison. Mm -hmm. And uh, the Vinton County Marketing Director, uh, Caleb Appleman, told Red that he doesn't really want to disclose the offer amount just yet, but he is hopeful that is is 
accepted. And um, there's a two-week deadline for Madison to reply, and they are currently awaiting her response. And they're hoping to apply for some grants through the Ohio Department of Natural Resources that requires them to actually own the property before they can pursue any sort of a project. Um, But the overall hope is to make the hotel into an 1840 to 1860s era look. And they're going to do some major renovations if they can get this done. It would be about a $2.5 million renovation project overall. They would be adding uh, restrooms to all the rooms that are currently in that facility. They would create a third floor with a total of 13 rooms that would be rented out nightly. They would put an elevator, uh, a cleanup and renovation of the restaurant and bar area that are currently inside there, uh, a rewiring job with um, adding internet and HVAC upgrades. Mm -hmm. So we'll be keeping an eye out on that to see if that offer goes through and hopefully they can um, hit the ground running, get some grant money and uh, really bring that back up to, um, up to snuff it's it's right there right in the middle of macarthur it's just kind of sat it, there it is it's like the the thing you see when you pull into macarthur yeah and as old from as our it, direction anyway right and as old as it is and it's got a really storied history i mean there's a there's a story that johnny appleseed stayed there when he you know made his famous trip through the area garth brooks stayed there yep garth brooks stayed there um so katie showed me the garth brooks room one time really i thought that was really fun she Ooh. calls it the garth brooks room now, see, it's gotten a bad rap over the years, too. Like, there's been a lot of, you know, negativity <clears throat> about it. There have been numerous drug busts take place at Hotel MacArthur. So it would be nice to see that turned into... Is it currently operational, or is it just sitting empty, or...? <sighs> I'm not really sure. I, I think that either. people, I think that people can stay there right now, but I, I can't... I'm not really sure about that. I'm not really sure. Hmm. But I either way, well, hopefully that gets taken care of. Yeah, well, that sounds like a fun project and, um, you know, something that would certainly bring tourism to the area. You know, MacArthur is right on the cusp of the Hawking Hills. Like, yeah, <clears throat> you know, and um, so I could see people totally staying there, headed up, then heading up to the, the you know, caves and all that stuff. Yeah, like, it's not a it's not a long drive from there. And plus, it's so close to Lake Hope. I don't know if anyone has tried to get a cabin for the Hawking Hills at any point <laughs> in their life, but you better plan about two or three years ahead of time. Correct. If you want to stay, you know, right around that area. But MacArthur's not that far away. That would no. be just another option for you to to visit that wonderful place up there and bring some tourism dollars back down this way. Down to yeah, absolutely down to our area. Yeah. Love that. Um, currently, we have a Vinton County native in the top spot in the Wellston City School District as Marianne Hale has, um, she's well into her interim superintendentship for Wellston. She was hired about two weeks prior to the departure of uh, Karen Bach, who retired officially on October 29th from the Wellston City School District after about um, a decade or more mm-hmm. in that position. Uh, Marianne was hired on just for the remainder of this school year so she'll be on until june of 2022 um the search for a permanent superintendent is about to kick off uh, i think on december the 9th through the ohio school boards association um i sat down and, and spoke with mrs hale uh in recent weeks and she wanted it to be known that despite the fact that she might not be there permanently you know, she's she's all in. She's got the experience. She's doing the best she can to establish some lines of communication with the administration, with the teaching staff, with the, with the students. 
Um, so it's nice to have that wealth of knowledge in that position in, the, sure. in the transition period. Yes. And as to whether or not she will be considered for the permanent job, she's uncertain. No one has really given me any you know, idea of whether or not that's a possibility. But she did point out that it would be dependent upon her husband, Eldred, who um, unfortunately about two years ago suffered a traumatic brain injury and requires around-the-clock around care now. Oh. So her schedule is very dependent on his care and his needs right now. Sure. But she said she wouldn't rule out, you know, if they would offer her that job. She said, you know, anything can change. But as of right now, she's just here for that interim superintendentship. And then um, when the search actually kicks off, we'll get a better idea of who maybe some of the candidates will be. She did say that she hopes that it's someone who's going to stick around, live in the community, be vested in the community like a Karen Bach was. Sure. She was here quite a while. Yeah. And it's rare in, in Wilson's. <clears throat> situation to find a superintendent that actually lives in the community that you know is going to stick around and she mentioned the fact that uh, the wellston's football coach mike smith just recently resigned and you know she likened the importance of having a good football program and a good coach and someone with a little stickum that's going to stay around to a superintendent or a school administrator or a teacher even you need to have that consistency and that time to build the trust and to build the programs and, and to garner the respect of all your peers and the people that you're working with on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, so those are kind of, you know, the same thing. Um, but she's there, she's manning the, she's at the helm of the district and I don't think they could ask for someone with uh, any more experience or know-how uh, in the meantime. So right. it's good to know that she's there. <clears throat> That would be some tough, you know, a tough uh, thing to just come in and have to take that job over, especially in the middle of a school year. And they contacted her. So, I mean, they, they sought her out because in the past, you know, Marianne was a teacher in Benton County from 82, you know, on. And then she was, yep. an, she was a, a principal. She was an assistant superintendent. She's a board of education member. So she's got about as much experience as you could ask for someone to have yeah. with, with the education field. Um. So we'll see what develops with that. The Like I said, the search is about to kick off on the 9th with the OSBA and the school district working in unison. Um, I would say the Education Service Center is probably going to be involved in that as well. Um, so hopefully they'll find a good candidate that will stick around for a while. Cool. Love that. Um, and some news from Total Media, our own J.J. Hale, who is um, – mostly affiliated with our 97.7 WCJOFM, The Bull, yeah. has been sought out and named a member of the Academy of Country Music. Isn't that so cool? Yeah. So that's uh, that's pretty neat. He, he was recently interviewed by uh, Trevor Bailey. He wasn't really hard to track down because he's around here a lot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> He said that he, he wasn't really expecting this at all. Um, it was about last September when he received an email, and uh, it stated that he had been recommended for a membership, and then he actually got an, a, an official application to join. Um, he kind of didn't really think anything of it because he didn't think he had the references in the music industry, uh, but he was able to ask around and get a couple of those references, and then he felt a little more confident. Um, about him being accepted. Love that. Um, when he was talking about his passion for country music, he said it's the fabric of who rural, rural people are, and and it's who he is as well. He said he grew up with the uh, old Western and country music, and while his career took him to a more adult contemporary and rock music field, 
he has always felt his roots were in country music. Sure. So with this position, he's afforded the opportunity to vote for various um, country music categories for the annual ACM awards, like male and female artists of the year. And he and his wife will both be invited to attend that annual award show. That is awesome. And uh, yeah, so that's really cool. And uh, we congratulate JJ for that. So now we have a correspondent yeah. live from the thing. He yeah. Can, he can do a little thing, red carpet. <laughs> very, very cool. So no, that is awesome. And congratulations to JJ and, and uh, well-deserved. Yeah, absolutely. And before my time's up, I did want to mention something um, about the Board of Educator, Board of Elections meeting that was held this Wednesday. I know I talked about this with the controversy surrounding their selection of the trainees yes. for director and deputy director positions. So after all the protests that were filed from the Jackson County Democratic Party, um, the party chair, Lisa Parker, was present at the Board of, Edu or Board of Elections meeting on Wednesday, and as was prosecuting attorney for the county, Justin Lovett. And it was recommended by Mr. Lovett that the board rescind the votes that they, they made during a special meeting on November 9th okay. because they failed, like I had said before, they failed to, to mention that they were going to take any action on anything other than the certification of the election Because results. it was a special meeting. Right. You yeah. have to specify the date, the time, the location, and the purpose of the meeting when it's a special meeting, and you cannot go outside of those parameters. Sure. And they did. So they officially rescinded those votes. And they set another meeting date for December 15th, at which time it's assumed at this point that they will make another vote for the trainee positions of director and deputy director of the Board of Elections. That I have heard that they are sending um, this information up to the Secretary of State's office to see if they would maybe have to start the process all over again and post these positions again. That's just a possibility. I don't really think that's what's going to happen, but... I just wanted to mention that might that might be a possibility. So okay. as it stands now on the 15th, they will take another vote. Um, this all stemmed back to when, like I said, those votes were taken at the, the November 19th special meeting. And there was only one Democratic board member present for that meeting, uh, Rodney Smith, as Judy Brunton had just passed away just a few days prior to that meeting. Right. So the Democrats have selected uh, Lila Elaine Speakman, to assume that new position, she will, I've been told, will be in place by that December 15 meeting, so there will be equal representation for the Democrats and Republicans. Okay. And uh, the person that was elected for the deputy director trainee position prior was Luke Scott. That was the second choice of the Democrats. They cried foul because they said that it's always been customary that the board follow along with the executive and central committees of a given party. And, uh, even though it's not required by law, they said that's something that's always just been done, and it's statewide. Um, Mr. Scott has since uh, rejected that offer, given the circumstances surrounding this and the, and the negative connotations involved. He said he <laughs> would just, part of it. yeah, I'll stay where I am. So we'll see what happens during that December 15 meeting, and if there's any you know developments between here and there, I'll let you know. Okay. Very good. Almost knocked Don't you knock my over. tree over? Jeez. Isn't it cute? It is. Wait, I gotta get the ribbon going in the right direction. <laughs> Wait, now this ribbon's not in the right direction. We'll get her going eventually. What are these called? Should I say it, James? They're just little balls. 
<laughs> Whatever you say. They're little berries. <laughs> Where's Pete when you need him? Oh, God. Yeah, I forgot about that. Hurts. All right. So I have a good question for you guys while you're here. Okay. All right. This is like throwing it out there. Right. So I saw this article the other day, and I thought it was like a fun thing to ask. So what was... <clears throat> so they interviewed some people, and they asked people, what was your favorite Christmas gift ever? Oh, uh, that's pretty easy for me. It was a Game Boy. Game Boy? Yeah. And uh, how many years ago was that? I mean, it was a long time ago. I was little. So, like, my uncle my uncle got it for me, and he kind of tricked me because he gave me the game first. And he said, oh. And I was like, oh, I don't have a Game Boy. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. That was for your cousin. And he took it back from me. <laughs> no, he didn't. That's so mean. Yeah. And then he gave me the other box. And the other box, of course, was the Game Boy. <laughs> That's pretty good. Was that the uncle that was here the other day? Yeah. The robot uncle? Yep. <laughs> that is hilarious. Oh my gosh. I was uh, mine was probably when I got the Nintendo 64 when I was a kid. Could I was super pumped about that. Yeah. And then I got a telescope once and I thought that was pretty cool too. Might have been the same Christmas, I don't know, but the Nintendo 64 is what sticks out in my mind. Nintendo 64. So that was that after the regular Nintendo? Yeah, Nintendo? there was 64 years after the regular <laughs> Nintendo. <laughs> there was regular Nintendo, Super Nintendo, then I think Game Boy, and then I think the 64. Okay. That was 64 came out in response to the PlayStation. So I, I, I stayed a uh, oh. Nintendo loyalist. For a long time, so this until, is like Apple versus Android. Yeah, I eventually switched and got I like I got a PS2 eventually, but I was a Nintendo guy for a long time. Yeah, yeah. and like what what would make them be different? Like, because I don't know, I don't didn't have video games. Well, it was called the Nintendo 64 because it was 64 bit, so the graphics were a whole lot better. I mean, a, a Super Nintendo was a 16 bit. The regular Nintendo was an 8-bit, so you went from 8 to 64, you know what okay. I mean? Or from 16 to 64. And I'm not sure. I mean, I think the PlayStation was also 64-bit. I'm not really certain about that. But PlayStation used the CD, and Nintendo 64, I believe, was the last system that actually used the cartridge. Yeah, like you bought individual yeah. like games. and Yeah. Now, PlayStation's graphics were... A little sharper. I mean, the 64 was kind of boxy looking, but it, it was leaps and bounds above what I was used to with the Super Nintendo. And yeah, I was very excited about that. I wish I, I wish I still had it. I did have it until like a decade ago, and I left it in an apartment when I moved out. So whoever oh. got that apartment got probably it. got a lot of money in games if they kept those. They would be worth oh, a lot man. of money today. Jeez. Pretty rare. Some of those were. So yeah. I got an Atari. 2600 the wood grain no just oh. an atari okay the regular atari yeah the regular atari was is that the, the 2600, 2600? Yeah. yeah then they had the 58 and the 70 whatever i don't know seven yes yeah, what's 6472 or Maybe. no 5672 5, i don't know i don't know and i remember like oh my I've god i've got a wall in a closet at home do you, do you have them still <laughs> i wonder what happened to to the atari because it 
My God. I have like all a those, million games. I have all those games, but it's on a retro pie. Yes. It's got like 15,000 games. It's got all the Nintendo, all the Atari. So they came out with this Atari, um, what's it called? It looks like the actual vintage like Atari. Like the one? And you, well, you'd plug it in, and it's just got the games stored in it. Yeah, yeah. That's what this kind of thing is. Yeah, and it's so cool. And they had one that had all of the games that I used to play on mm-hmm. it. And I can't find it now. It was the Atari whatever. It was the third edition of it. What uh, games do you remember? Because I probably have them. My favorites were River Raid, mm. Pitfall, Pitfall, um, Frogger. Jungle. Did, what was that one called? Jungle Hunt or something like that? We had to swing from the vines. And that was Pitfall. Crocodiles. That okay. was Pitfall. Okay. Um, what was the one called? It had the dragons and you had to... Um, and it was like one of the basic ones. Joust? No, it was like... It was like you had to go and you had to gather things. These dragons would try to eat you. I mean, this was like basically came out Mm -hmm. like one of the original games. I don't know. I'm not sure. Forget what it was called. I loved that one. I think one of Um, the coolest things about Atari games is that Frogger. Yeah, Frogger. Um, Like the illustrations were all done by like fantasy novel book illustrators. Yeah. But then the games were just like (laughs) six dots. So funny. I'm going to have to get you set up with that RetroPie thing. Because it's, yes. it's got like 15,000 games on an SD card about this big. No way. The whole thing is like this big. Oh, and I need it. I've introduced in my, my son to all these old games. And he, he prefers to play that than the Switch with his $750 worth of games he has for that. Really? Yeah. How fun. He's old school. He's cool as heck. <laughs> I'm a little partial. He is cool. <laughs> I'm just going to say, if you didn't get to meet Parker the other day here on the program, yeah. you're missing out. Oh, yeah. He is a cool kid. Coolest cat around. For sure. Yeah. I don't know. I did get a Cabbage Patch kid in the midst of the Cabbage Patch craze, so that was a fun gift, um, I remember. And um, one of my other favorite gifts, this is so bizarre. Well, I had several, but um, a Light Bright. I remember Light Bright. Those were so fun. Magna Doodles. I remember those. Magna Doodles. Spirograph. Yep, did you have? My cousin had one of those, and I loved it when she would come to visit and bring it. I thought that was so cool. And um, I still feel like if you, like, kids got those games today, they would s- still love I them. I would think. I mean, I got like, Parker a Magna Doodle. You made, like, pretty stuff out of those. Yeah. We found a uh, an original Light Bright at Goodwill, like, just a few years ago. No. Dude, those things were a straight-up fire hazard oh <laughs> yeah i bet i yeah because you're putting paper over top of a big light bulb <laughs> if you think about it and poking holes in it what well, were would, we thinking i would think that those easy bake ovens were kind of a fire hazard too correct i didn't have one of, i don't think i had one of those my cousin had my cousin the same cousin had one of those as well so i think our parents must have like collaborated talked. yeah, yeah. Like, they can just share. You get this. <laughs> she gets the Barbie dream house. She gets all the Barbies. Like that way when they get together, they all have. That's a good idea. Yeah. Ooh. I had a. Um, so, of course, I, when I was growing up, I loved horses. I was obsessed with them. So I had all the Barbies, but I had the Barbie horse. And the equine edition. My God. I mean, that poor horse. I don't even. <laughs> and it, that's how, but it's funny because um, that's how I learned to like braid and stuff. 
And then when I got a real horse, my poor real horse had to sit there. <laughs> you stand there and I'm going to, you know, braid your tail 52,000 different ways. And I need you to stand there and Not take it. <laughs> so, but yeah, no, there's, it's funny to think about. Well, Karina just walked in, so we'll ask her. What was your favorite Christmas gift ever? Come on over. Yeah. Okay, now you got to come over. Thanks, Phil. We appreciate it. Yeah, we're switching out. That was a good segue into switching out. Just about fell. It's that pole that's there. That is awkward. And you just got to kind of straddle. It's a little weird. That is a little weird. Oh, favorite Christmas gift ever? Yeah. Oh, a Barbie dream house. Hands down. And I still have it. We probably, my sister um, and I probably got it when I was six or seven years old. And I'm 27. Thing is old. And we and still, have, still it. have it. My mom still has it at her house. She has all of our Barbies. From when we were little. That's so yeah. cute. And she even has, um, when she was little, her aunt, like, handmade outfits for her Barbies. And we have all of it. Yeah. That she, is yeah, cool. My mom was really good at keeping our toys. And so That's we cool. have a lot of stuff. But the Barbie, pink Barbie dream house. I remember sure. that. Um so I don't know if you were in on the conversation where I was saying, I think my parents, so I had a cousin that was very close to me. She lived in um, Columbus at the time. So when we would get together, I think our parents collaborated because she'd have like <laughs> X, Y, Z and I'd have like this. And then when we got together, yes. it was just like full on. Full mouth. Like she'd have the car and I had the horse and she had the dream house. Well, I think we both had that's dream a really houses. Good, but like, that's the best way to do it. And so we were talking about how smart that was. It's very I don't know if they did that on purpose or not, but it was brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's – I will say, though, on the Christmas present thing, last year my mom knocked it out of the park. I love wine. Yes. Like, I think we've talked about it. I love trying different types of wine, going to wineries, sampling everything. She bought me a subscription box of wine. So and good. had wines from bottles from all over, different kinds, different flavor, you know. And it was the coolest thing ever. I was like, and it just like that's magically arrived. That's the best arrived. adult Christmas yeah. gift I've ever been given. There yeah. you go. Yeah. It was really cool. I highly recommend that. That's a good idea. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Jamie's um, mom did something similar, but with beers. Yeah. So beers from all over. She did like an international one. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it came How beers fun. from all over the world every month. Nice. Um, I will say, disclaimer, if you send somebody a club membership like that, mm -hmm. make sure that you send it to somewhere where like their place of work or something, because somebody has to sign for it Yeah, because you have to be 21. It was a huge box. They're not going to just leave it at your door. No, they won't. No, that's so. what my mom gets the monthly, like the, my, that my dad gets that for her. And I was like, that is the coolest thing ever. But you can just buy one box. Oh, so you just gift. got it all at one I time. Got it, yeah, I, I think I ended up with like nine bottles in this box. That's cool. Yeah. And it was just like, I didn't, I'm like, I don't know what to ask for. And it was a total surprise. I was not expecting it. 
And it lasted forever, and it was so much fun to, like, look up where the bottle was from yeah. and, like, read the bottle and try all of it. And, like, they even send, like, pairing pieces that will go good with this, the wine. So oh, that's a good idea. Highly recommend. Yeah. Yes. Love that gift yes. idea. And um, so what did you drink after the first of the year then? I've been on red wine just constantly since. I was just kidding. I was like, oh. you drank it all between Christmas. Oh, no. Christmas. It was um, – <laughs> I actually Nobody saw one got my joke. That was bad. I'm sorry. It's still early for me. Hey, the, we did have the Christmas party last night. So you just got to be, um, it's early. understand that we all are a little slow yeah, today. The iced coffee sitting on my desk has only made about a dent this much in it. So I'm still, we're still getting there. So, yeah. but that, that is funny. <laughs> well, well, we oh, it's Friday. The, we missed Phil's great beer joke off the air when he said your craft beer was stout. Yes. Yes. He was did. That today? Yeah. It was before we got on the show and oh. it was really punny. <laughs> it's Friday, everyone. Just, Just let us bear go. with us. Bear let with us, us go. <laughs> so. Well, okay. So you are here to talk about something really, really, really fun and cool going on tomorrow yes. at um, the Park's park. Thanks. I couldn't remember it. <laughs> It's going on somewhere. It's no. that place that used to be the Ponderosa yes. in the middle of town. That place that you were for three hours. The place I was we had our say that we were at last night. <laughs> it's fine. Again, it's Friday. We're still getting it together, and that's acceptable. Oh. No, so yes, I'm here to talk about the holiday market that we are yes. having tomorrow. Yep, there's there the go. graphic for it. Love super, it. super fun. So this is the first holiday market that we've had at Park's Edge. Um, and it's a vendor fair, basically, that we started planning a few months ago. Yes. I think at this point we have 35 different vendors coming in. That is awesome. And it's going to be so much fun. It starts, doors open at 10 a.m., and it's going to run until 5 p.m. We have, um, like I said, 35 vendors. We will be selling beer, wine, um, cocktails, drinks, uh, there are a few vendors that have some sweet treats that you can have. Um, um, Santa, I've <gasps> been told, Santa's may be making an appearance between the hours of 12 and 3. <laughs> Somewhere in there. Um, our good friends at Rowdy's sponsored a Santa room, and ha we have a really cool setup. So if you want to bring your kids down and get a picture with Santa, um, we won't have a photographer, but you can take pictures on your cell phone. Sure. And uh, so that's from 12 to 3. So he will be there. And it's going to be a really fun time. I'm really excited for us to be able to showcase all of the um, talented people in our community. The vendors that have come oh. out for this. It's a myth. I can't wait to see it. Some of them I have never heard of. Um, we have people coming from West Virginia. We have people coming from Chillicothe. Um, a lot of local people here. Jackson, awesome. Benton, Gallia. Uh I'm really interested to see. They sent a description in on what their products look like or what they offer. And there are some really interesting ones. So yeah. it's going to be really fun. No, and that is so cool. And, you know, you we have so many talented people right here in our area. And this is just a perfect opportunity for you to shop local and to be exposed and, and meet some of these folks. Because... Yeah. Like you said, you didn't even know that some of these folks did right. the stuff that they do. Right. No, it's going to be so great. So cool. Yeah. We have 
Um, I'm trying to think there. And even like you said, meeting these people, I know like, so tomorrow Create that we contact. Ha- yeah, we have popping with Jenna. I don't know if you've ever seen, she is wonderful. She's out of Gallopolis. She does the big balloon arch. It is. <laughs> it's amazing what she can do. I'm just going to tell you, this <laughs> girl is, is so, a freak of nature. I don't know with how balloons. I've, I've watched her come in and like, I'll walk out of the room and I'll come back and I'm just, I just am standing in all because I'm like, how did you do that? That quick. Correct. And she's so talented. So she's going to be there selling like DIY kits for people oh, to do them. that's a good for idea. Yeah. And then like I would get her business card because she is So any wonderful. party you need decorated for. <laughs> she's or so talented. Anything um, like that. Yeah. Weddings, anniversaries, Gosh. birthdays. And the, the good thing about tomorrow, there will be something for everyone. We have um, John Daniels coming in and he does a lot of really cool metal. I've seen some of the things he's bringing in. I'm really Crazy excited for stuff. him to set up um, Taylor Folden with R&R Apparel. And she does everything, you know, from infants to adult size. And she's got a little bit of everything. And we have some sweet treat people. Um, the one that The last one that came in is a glamp. You can go glamping. And I'm really excited to see how, I think her name is Whitney Boggs, does this. But it's a, a glamping either kit or a setup for kids that you can purchase for holiday parties or different things. So I'm really excited to see her setup. But yeah. Love that. It's going to be fun. Yes. Oh, there. There's That is a setup that Jenna did at That's Park's the, Edge. Yeah, the, the popping with Jenna yes, thing. Yes, that yep. is popping with Jenna. That was at the Hatton Wedding at Park's Edge. And that was one of, I think, three or four that she did for that wedding. Just unbelievable. I know. And I don't know what she does that's special, but those, like, you know, typically you blow up a balloon, it lasts for a day, and it's gone. Like, hers lasts. Weeks. Yes. Yeah. And I'll be honest, I don't know if you've ever tried. Have you ever tried to make a balloon garland or arch? Not for more than 13 mm-hmm. seconds. So I tried to, I bought one on Amazon. Because they take, they're, they're, mm-hmm. they just take off on you. Well, we bought one on Amazon for when John retired. We wanted the backdrop. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to do this. I've watched Jenna do I it. Got this. She's so it's talented. Okay. I've got this. I had blisters on my fingers, and I'm, I'll never do it again. Nope. I will hire Jenna in a heartbeat. Mine did not look that great, uh, but it it's hard. It's very hard. It's very tricky. So she does a wonderful job. So yes, absolutely. And um, so that's just one of the vendors that you'll get to see tomorrow. And you said thirty yes. over thirty five. We have around 30, thirty around thirty five vendors coming in. And so that the vendor it'll run from like I said ten to five, and then everything in the park kicks off at seven with a parade. Right. Fireworks at eight. And then we have um, Colby Likens playing in Stockroom tomorrow. Okay. So it's going to be a really fun day down yeah. in the park. Yeah. Everyone, the tree lighting's tomorrow. Um, we are going to open Stockroom so vend- people who are visiting the vendor fair can pop in and eat lunch over there. Um, or get you a drink and then walk around. Yeah. And like I said, we'll have drinks, and then but there's draft beer over in Stockroom. Grab yeah. a beer and just come hang out. Yeah, and so ladies, you can bring your husbands and just send them yeah. over there. They Drop can watch whatever games are on, mm-hmm. you know, all of that stuff. See, that's what you come in. The kids can get a picture. Send the kids with your husband into Stockroom to eat lunch, and then you shop. That's right. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Yes, so. it's kind of something for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a good thing, and um, I'm I'm hoping that people – come and appreciate it because um 
you know, you're bringing the shopping to to yeah. the folks all in one spot instead of you having to go all over God's creation and mm-hmm. seek these people out. Yeah, it's going to be great. That's what's fun. It's, you know, everyone is local. It's a local opportunity. And, you know, Christmas is what? We're three? Three weeks. Three weeks. Three weeks away. Um, are you done with your Christmas shopping? Have you started? No. Okay. I braved Black Friday and went shopping. You are nuts, girl. No, it wasn't bad. Okay. I was terrified, but I was talked into it, and I did it. But now I have a list, and we're three weeks, and I'm panicking. So I'm going to knock that list out tomorrow at Heck the yeah. Spender Fair. Yeah. No, um, <laughs> I refused the Black Friday thing after one of my servers came back with a um, one less earring. Because literally someone ripped an earring out of her ear. Black guy. No. Well, I mean. I did too. I was like, Kind of. I mean, she got there. Literally someone ripped the earring out of her ear over something. Yeah. And I was like, "Uh uh-uh. Oh, my gosh. Nope, 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 nope. But no. um, Yeah, I don't have to do much shopping. So I'm kind of fortunate. Oh, you didn't. You're not getting me a Christmas present? That's awkward. I would have if you'd have gotten my joke earlier. I <laughs> I'll tell you what. James, I'll get you a Christmas present. Thank you. I will get you a Christmas present. <laughs> that was convincing. <laughs> um, anyways. I'll get you some french fries at the restaurant. Deal. Freaking <laughs> deal. You know I love this french okay. fries. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's fine. <laughs> No, so, yeah. No, it's going to be a lot of fun tomorrow. And, you know, every, as we said, every municipality has a lot uh, going on tomorrow. But the great thing is they're staggered. So you can get to Wellston, start off at 10 Mm a.m. They've got, you know, their parade at 1. They've got all of that stuff going on in the afternoon. Um, Lots and lots of downtown businesses open there in Wellston as well. Um, And then Jackson's festivities more in the evening. Oak Hill's kind of in between mm-hmm. um so lots and lots of different things going on i'll tell you guys where i'm going to start the day tomorrow oh. christmas with the grinch at the liberty theater in oak hill <gasps> all you can eat pancakes and sausage that is my favorite christmas movie the grinch and i'm not going the to jim do carrey it, one I, absolutely and i can quote almost i'm annoying watching it because i can just quote just it, out, it out and then people are like please stop please <laughs> Please stop telling us what's coming next. <laughs> like, we know. <laughs> and I love it that much. That little girl. I, who was I talking to last night? I was trying to do a, oh, I think it was Amanda and Courtney, and I was just failing miserably at trying to. <laughs> You're trying to do <laughs> do the who's <laughs> But that little girl that plays Cindy Lou Who is literally one of the cutest Precious. characters ever in Precious. the history of movies. We have a Grinch theme tree at Park's Edge in the room Love where it. Santa might be visiting tomorrow. What? But it's the cutest thing ever. Yeah. At the that somebody created had it made at the Festival of Trees. Love that. Yeah. And it was purchased and brought to Park's Edge and it is it is beautiful. So So good. Yeah. So the Grinch may pop up tomorrow. Who knows? You never know. And you never know what Grinch you're going to get because no. you can get the good Grinch, the bad Grinch. Depends on what size his heart is. Yes. Have you guys seen what the girl that played Cindy Lou Who in the Jim Carrey Grinch movie looks like now? Um, oh. 
she's in like a heavy metal band. She's a rock rocker yeah. now. Can all, you pull her up? I don't know what her name is. I'll see if I can find it. What? Yeah, she's like a punk rocker. Yeah. That's fitting. I feel like that. But isn't that, it? That but would happen. She literally was the cutest character. I love it. Ever. Love it. And it, I think, I mean, Jim Carrey's a, just a great Grinch because he's just insane anyways. Mm-hmm. But that little girl made that movie for sure. And you think about, though, how many people were in that movie oh. that you see. like, And you're like, how do I know that person? Oh, they were a who? Yeah. I sit and look and think, how long did they sit in like hair and makeup to Can do you that? even imagine? Like. I so I I love the movie so I will like deep dive into videos. <laughs> kind of a loser, <laughs> but I've watched the interviews with him, Jim Carrey, talking about how horrible it was sitting in makeup every single day to get that imagine. done, and the amount of hours it would take. And that at one point he was like, "I'm done doing this. Like I can't. We can't do this every day." And the hours of filming then with all of that on your face. Oh. But thank you, Jim Carrey, because it's my favorite movie. I know. Yep, there she is. What? Yes, that's Cindy Lou Who. Yeah, so that's Tyler Michael Momsen is her name. Yep. Isn't she? I mean, she's still gorgeous. Very but... pretty. <laughs> it's just not exactly. I'm just... <laughs> Are you disappointed? Or I think it's kind of fun. I think it's fun. I just think it's funny that, like, well, in my head, I'll always just keep her that yeah. Cindy Lou Who. She'll cute. never not be Cindy Lou Who. Yeah. Yeah. Just cute. So it's kind of like Macaulay Culkin not being cute anymore, like a the cute little kid anymore. Yeah. I also like that movie. So all of those are great. So I forgot to tell you too. So I was telling James about Kieran Culkin, and he was like, I didn't know Macaulay Culkin had a little brother, but he was in Home Alone. He's there, he's actually the little brother in Home Alone is Kieran, too. But now he's in succession, which is fantastic. I don't think I know who that is. Kieran Culkin, it's Macaulay Culkin's little brother. That's a little brother. Yeah. We're oh, for the love so of God, would today. you pull him up too so we can see? <laughs> We're learning so much today. Yeah, so he's home alone. He's the little nerdy kid with the glasses. He's his little brother in Home Alone. But now he's in this show called Succession, which is on, I believe it's Showtime, um, which is fantastic. It's about this family, and it's they're just – it's. They own a ginormous like cable company, and but they all fight amongst themselves. And, like they're all vying for queen bee status within the company, and they've got like the dad up here, and they're all it, it's crazy. But now he is uh, he is in that movie, but or in that show, but he everything he says is super snarky and just. <laughs> I want to see. Okay, in my head, I have the kid, the condescending, picture, like of what he looked like in that movie, like in the actual movie. So. Yes, he just hosted Saturday Night Live like two weeks ago, too, or three weeks ago. So I'll be honest, I don't watch a lot of TV. Yeah, I, I don't unless I tape it. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> watch it I later. don't have cable, and I just Netflix when I'm at home. Girl, I can. I mean, The Never Grinch home. is on Netflix. I'm I sure. Know. So it's back streaming on there. I know. Don't worry. I have the DVD. there. He is. So there's Macaulay Culkin on the that's Macaulay Culkin on the right. That's his brother Kieran on the left. Interesting. Yeah, I have no idea who he is. Yeah, he was like the little nerdy you kid. You can and, tell they're siblings. I mean, they look yeah, oh, they look a lot 100%. alike. percent. Yep. Awesome. Wow, so, that's really yeah. cool. Yeah, awesome. but check out Succession. It's a hoot. That's a whole other thing. Hmm. All right, so holiday market tomorrow. 
at Park's Edge. Yeah. Starts at... 10 a.m. Free admission for everyone. Yes. And so you come, Santa, 12 to 3, shop okay. around, drinks, food. Just love it. Have fun. Bring out your friends, your family. Yep. It's a big day. Will Karina be there? I will be there. Well, I will be there. I won't be there right. I'm hoping to be there right when it opens. I am going to a concert out of town tonight. Oh. Yeah. Well, what concert? So I um, was gifted an early birthday present. Okay. To go see Morgan Wallen tonight okay. in Lexington. Nice. So I'm very excited. So I am ha- taking a half day of work. Cool. So. Well, that will be fun. Yes. And then. So when I get back in the morning, I'll be there. Okay. Yeah. All right. That makes sense. Yeah. So. Yeah. Because Lexington's kind of far away. It's like three, three hours. Plus hours. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, you have a good time, girlfriend. Thank yes. Thank you. Yes. All right. Well, is there anything else we need to tell everyone about? Other than get out and about. Yeah, get out. Have a early merry christmas this weekend yeah like enjoy like kick off the christmas season with you know we've got the rockefeller tree lit now we're doing our local stuff i can't wait to see the trees lit up i saw everybody decorating I last know. night and i wanted to walk but so I, excited. I said i'm gonna wait until i go tomorrow to see them all i know super so, excited awesome. about that so yes. it's going to be fun um get to all the different municipalities if anything else just you know get your hot cocoa and drive around look at the lights and and enjoy. Yes. Put your little Christmas music on. It'll be fun. Mm-hmm. It's so. going to be a good weekend. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to get out of here for the day. Hi, Courtney. Hey, don't forget to turn in your Santa letters. <laughs> oh. Okay. When is that? Now. Oh. The box out front. Okay. Oh, yes. Letters to Santa. Yes. You probably know more than I do. So there, there's been a sheet, or it's in the... It was in a telegram. Telegram. Gosh, it's, it's truly Friday. You can pick up. A, <laughs> I told you, I haven't had my coffee yet. So there, the letters to Santa. We okay. have sheets here that they kids can write a letter and drop it off in the mailbox in the front of the office. Yes. Or it was in the telegram where they could write it and, and still come put it in the office. And then we're, I've been told Santa's going to, to get the letters and read them potentially and make a surprise visit. But it's a great chance to tell Santa what you want for Christmas. So get your letter in. Just saying they need to get in here. Yeah. Yeah. All right. James, that's you too. Yeah. So Santa will be here next Tuesday. Oh, what? That's what I've heard. What? And every Tuesday for the following two weeks. I love that he's penciled us in. I know. How did we do that? VIP status. No, he had so much fun here last year yeah. that um, he was like certainly eager to agree to come back. Despite yes. the naughtiness throughout the year, he is willing to donate well, his time. I think just as everybody else, Santa's excited to see the new. Yeah, he just wants to see building. the new. He's, he's the just new, being nosy. Uh, total media <laughs> he just wants to see everything. He's so excited. Yes. yes. <laughs> well, Buddy the Elf is hanging out in the window. He right is. Now. You can come by. You can see Matt McKee and Buddy, Buddy the, the Elf, Elf in the window. What a duo. What a duo. Very fitting. What's Buddy the Elf, Matt McKee, Bernie Sanders, and, uh, and Mike DeWine. Mike DeWine. <laughs> I mean, we have no fun here at Tony no. Media. Like none. Great combination. All work. No fun. <laughs> All right. So. The, the, um, 
you know, the word of the day is just like, get out. Get out tomorrow. I guess that's two words. But <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. The theme. The how's theme. that? The theme of the weekend is just get out and about and enjoy our local stuff. Shut up, James. I'm just thinking of the horror movie Get Out. <laughs> oh, God. That oh. was horrible. Um, <laughs> that was so bad. You just ruined that one for it. That Okay. I can't undo that. Be festive. Yes. Theme. Be festive. Yes. James. Go out. Get out. Get out. <laughs> yeah, James, get, get out. out. Be festive, <laughs> All right. No, have a great weekend, everyone. Enjoy your concert. Oh, Be safe thank you. driving. Yes. 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 And uh, we expect that we will see you all tomorrow at one of our fun local events. So have a great weekend. And we will be back here on Monday to uh, kick off your work week. Yeah. So have a wonderful weekend, and we'll see you then. Bye, everyone. Bye.